Hello, and welcome to the MBOE Alumni Conversations webinar series. My name is Lori Spadero, and I'm the director of the MBOE program, as well as a 2016 graduate of the program. Thank you for taking time to spend with us today. Today's special guest is Malak Abdel-Hadi. She's a process improvement specialist at Safe Light Auto Glass and a 2020 graduate of the MBOE program. Malak, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. So Malak, you started the program at one organization and towards the end of the program, you accepted a new position in another organization. Can you tell us about your new organization and your current position at that organization? Um, sure, yeah, I work uh, at Safelight Autoglass and um, in the operational um, department as a process uh, improvement specialist. Um, Safelight is, is, I would say, is a hidden gem in Columbus. Um, they focus a lot on um, operational excellence, something I was never really um, aware of until one of my classmates, actually, Jess Bailey, uh, introduced me to this company she has been with for uh, many years. We also graduated together. So um, I learned about this position through one of my classmates, which, which was a plus. Um, because I don't think if I wasn't in the MBOE program, I don't think I would have ever um, have known about this company as much as I do now. Um, it's a very welcoming company. They really do care about their uh, employees. They um, value their customers as, uh, along with their employees. Um, they help to build you up you know, providing you with education, support, professional development, you know, um, and, the, and, and they have um, the right tools for you if ever need, uh, if, you're, if you're ever in need of, of uh, guidance or uh, professional development or pursuing a different career path or whatever it is that you may need you always feel like that they are there for you. So I'm very blessed and humbled to be a part of this new um, company and my new team. Oh, that's great. So at your previous organization, um, how were they as far as uh, with lean and process improvement? Do you think that SafeLight is completely different than where you were prior to that? Or you know, were they starting their journey too at your previous organization? So my previous organization is a really um, big or organization here in Columbus. It's um, and I think the lean was in several departments of this company of this institution, but not implemented. Um, uh, there wasn't a huge push on implementing it as as much as where I'm seeing it's being implemented more in Safe Light. Um, when you work for a big institution that is not, um, but does not have the foundation of lean, it's much more challenging for them to take it on um, after being in the business for decades. Um, my specific department was very supportive of me um, in my uh, path within uh, MBOE, but there are just sometimes limitations that 
that that an individual or you know a department is not able to overcome and sometimes those are the challenges that we have to accept um, as adults so though they had support for me I just did not feel like I was going to be excelling in operational excellence in that position in that in that environment and in order to continue my learning in operational excellence I um took the opportunity to move on to uh, a different company. So bittersweet, but necessary moves. Well, yeah, and that's good because you actually get to use then on a daily basis what you learn from the program. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, you know, you once you learn it, you have to use it or you forget it. So that's, that's really great to help reinforce everything you learned for that 13 months. So Malak, before you started in MBOE, what experience did you have in lean or operational excellence, if any? I would say I didn't have a lot of experience in lean. Um, it was not something I was familiar with, but um, through my mentor, I became aware of such a thing that there is lean, that there is operational excellence systems. Um, there is um, a program that, you know, teaches you how to create and uh, maintain sustainable change. Um, I just thought that that was something that you had to learn on your own. I mean, I've been kind of doing it throughout my professional career, you know, looking at where problems are, trying to figure out what the root cause is, um, developing a plan, creating teams and and trying to solve problems, I just never really had the tools. I didn't know what tools to use. And I think that's what made things more challenging for me in my career. And it wasn't until my mentor who had been an MBOE uh, graduate mentioned and pointed out um, you know, this program to me and pointed out that this is what you do. You you fix problems. You look at you look at situations. You look at countermeasures. You know you're building processes. This is a this this would be a perfect fit for you because this is what you're currently doing. So enhance your um, your 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 tools. Enhance um, everything that you have in front of you and become a master at what you do. Uh, here is your opportunity. So having, excuse me, so having your your mentor tell you about MBOE, is that what really solidified your decision to move through the program or were there some other things? And I know maybe you can talk about your background as well, because, you know, we like to have, um, have people, you know, women graduate through the program and people with a, a different background than, than many of our other students. Oh, yeah. I mean, my mentor discussing the program with me was not the 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 final decision for me to join. I mean, I've been um, wanting to continue my education for a really long time. Excuse me, for a really long time, but I never thought it was for me. I never thought I could do some something like that. And um, yeah, as you mentioned, I am um, a Middle Eastern. I come from a uh, Palestinian uh, Muslim family. I am first generation um, uh, of uh, first educate. I'm the first generation to, to graduate with an undergrad. Um, and it was really challenging for me to decide what I wanted to do in my undergrad. 
Um, I found a lot of struggles and challenges um, with wanting to become something that I was not, you know, that, you know, my parents wanted me to be, you know, the usual foreigner uh, parents wanting you to be a doctor or an engineer, a dentist or something of high regards, because in their opinions, that's what um, gives you status. So I was not good at any of that stuff. (laughs) And I can tell you, I tried, I tried really hard, but chemistry wasn't my thing. Um, Science wasn't my thing. And I struggled. Um, And it was an extremely hard battle, but I had to uh, take on during my undergrad years. And I finally just wanted to graduate and just be done. So I, uh, left, co- I left my undergrad with a degree in, 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 uh, in something that I speak uh, and write uh, fluently, which is Arabic, um, thinking maybe I could continue uh, getting a master's and maybe being a teacher. But I was so drained after my undergrad year, um, my undergrad years that I just, I hated school. I didn't want to go back and I just didn't care. I did not find my calling. I I, I struggled with who I was. I didn't know what I was good at. And it was hard, um, especially being um, a minority here in America, um, just wanting to fit in and um, wanting to be successful and having that American dream. Uh, I found myself on my own. Um, and through, through those years, I was able to get through because of the, mentor, the mentorship that I've had. And, you know, also you, Lori, you were a big part of me taking on this program. I think I remember when my mentor, Suzanne Hoholik, she said, you know, reach out to Lori. She's the program director. Feel it out. You know, it, it might be for you. You might not want to do it, but, you know, you got to take the opportunity and actually look into it. So, I think I met with you and I found a lot of similarities with you as well. And, and I think your story of how you were able to be a single mom and get through all your challenges and also graduate from this program made, gave me like a sense of hope and it refreshed me. It it gave me a, a, a restart. And, you know, I, I talked to my husband Ali about it and he was always very supportive. Um, did I ever think I would go back to school and get a master's program? Oh my goodness, never in a million years. But look at me now. Um, you know, Six Sigma certified, black, you know, working on my black belt certification and with a master's degree. And then and, and, and to add on to that, we, you know, me and my classmates, my cohort, we were able to do that during a challenging pandemic. Um, I never thought I could do this, but I'm very thankful that I uh, took a chance and, um, MBOE has helped me succeed in so many different ways. Well, that's awesome. I remember our first meeting because it was after hours. It was after five o'clock, I think. And, and, you know, when we got done, um, having a discussion, yeah, you were just so excited and, and really thought you'd finally found your calling. So I'm glad that, that MBOE proved to be all that you thought it would be or hoped that it would be. Yeah. In addition to meeting with you, I also took the, I took the extra step of actually going into, um, you guys have like a, like a day, like a, 
Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, what is it called? Preview day. Yeah, the preview day. Yes, I came into the preview day and I heard you and AC talk and um, got to sit in on the class and see how um, the session was being done. And I don't know. It just I just felt all this warm welcome. Like it just felt it felt good. I always tell myself like if my gut feeling is is has a good feeling if I have a good gut feeling about it um then I feel comfortable and and I think I just I applied and I was um I was accepted and that was like one of the best days of my life well I'm glad it's it's a great program it really is and you're right you know it has to feel right um, it's got to be a good fit for you it's got to be good fit for us and if it's not it's probably not the uh, you know something that you should, you know, pursue. Um, right. By the time that most people apply to our program, we've already talked, we've gotten to know everyone and, and they know whether it's a good fit for them, you know? So, so that's good too about the vetting process is, is we've had enough communication and enough conversations and you've had the opportunity to do preview day or talk with alumni or whatever the case may be. So by the time someone applies, they pretty much know that's what they want to do. So that's one thing I think that we do very well at in this program is, is it going, you know, just really working with people to make sure that this is the right fit. And if it's not, we try to find a program that is the right fit. So I want to go back to when you talked about, you know, your, your cohort, you know, basically in the middle of your cohort, we had this pandemic come about. And so many of your colleagues and, and your, their capstone projects got stalled. They had to either change projects. So how do you think that the MBOE program enabled you and your team to to one, deal with this pandemic and to pivot and adjust during the, pi- during the pandemic with all the constant changes that, that were coming about? Um, great question. Thank you uh, for that question. I, I think one thing that comes to my mind right when you, when you asked me that question is th- my coach. The coach that is um, provided to me b- through MBOE, you know, Tom, he was very supportive and he was there for me at whatever time of the day. Um, he helped me, um, you know, come up with a plan and he helped me develop a, a process, a new process. You know, we, he worked with me to um, rearrange things and he taught me how to teach my team Um and I honestly do not think that I could have done it without his support. Um, in addition, um, the MBOE staff, Rick, you know, you, Jill, uh, Professor, Professor Newsom, always available. I mean, if I would email them, I would hear back from them within 30 minutes. I. I've never had that, through, you know, through throughout my professional career. It would take me forever to get a response from anybody. They were just there, you know. They understood the complex situation that we were in. They were very supportive, very understanding. Um, the program, the staff, the coach, the coaches, they all were there to help us navigate through this challenging time. And I don't think if we did, if we didn't have you know, the program support and the coaches and, uh, you know, even our, our home team, like my yellow team, 
they were very supportive. And if I had um, any question or, or any um, issue, we had a group chat and we would discuss and they would give me ideas on how to, you know, better navigate my, my process or my project. And just having that support um, within the program was vital to, to, to the success of my project. That's good. I mean, that's good to know. So we, so, you know, the middle of pandemic, we were all trying to just figure it out and trying to, to help each other and be supportive. And, but, you know, I think it's something that, you know, obviously it was a a strange year for everybody, but it's something that we do all the time, right? Not just because of the pandemic. So we really, this is executive level master's degree program. People are busy. People are working full time. They're going to school full time. They have families you know, they have other responsibilities. So I think for all of us in the MBUE team, whether it's faculty or staff, we really try hard to, to be there for you and to help you succeed at any given time throughout the program. So it just so happens we were going through a pandemic when, when your cohort um, went through. So there, there were many more challenges than what we would have normally seen. But hey, you guys did great and you made it through and you graduated and everybody was successful. Was a really great successful cohort because so many of you um, went on like you did to find other jobs or got promoted, and which is which is really crazy. I mean, it happens, but it definitely doesn't usually happen in the middle of the year or you know before you even graduate. And so many of you, from what you went through and what you learned, have really um, excelled. So we're really appreciative to know that too, and and just to have such great alumni. Um, oh yeah. And, and, and sorry, I, I, I wasn't trying to take away of, of, you know, I know that, you know, MBOE staff in the program is all, uh, you know, based on supporting um, their, the cohorts and whatnot. But I, I do think that not only were we, were we as the classmates put under a lot of pressure, I, I do think there was a lot of pressure on the, on the professors giving us lectures, because they all show, they also had other, other duties to undergrads and other programs as well, and, and I think that they put extra the effort that they usually, that, that is usually put to make sure that we are, we are feeling supported, and that we are being successful, um, so that's what I was trying to highlight. <laughs> because uh, you know many we all had to pivot and adjust to an online and only online teaching format right and so many of our faculty had not taught in that kind of virtual situation so you know they're trying to navigate this new world while supporting everybody too so we all had to learn didn't we (laughs) oh yeah and talk about process improvement i think it's it's amazing when the actual program conducts process improvement with its, within its program in order to, you know, excel um, and teach about process improvement. Like that's, that's how it should be. Right. We were doing it with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, I need to see that A3, by the way. <laughs> we should You know, we should have done one. I'm sure somebody did. We right. need a lesson. We need a lessons learned. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, we had to figure out on the fly what worked, what didn't work and, you know, it, it, and try to be successful. And I think we all working together and and just having patience. We, we all did, we all did a great job. So, you know, that's, it's teamwork. And that's just because people care about the students and the students care about the program. It just works somehow, you know, it just comes together and does work. 
Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your capstone, Malak, what you worked on, what the problem was? Yes, um, I'd love to. So my capstone project was um, the improving the offboarding process for um, the, uh, excuse me, the physician training, uh, our residents and our fellows. So um, previously we, we had a process that was not very streamlined. Um, it was not very, it was not sustainable. Um, and, and that's the project that I was um, working on for my MBOE capstone. Um, it was, the goal was to um, increase the compliance rate for uh, residents and fellows uh, completing their um, graduating modules in order to um, meet the institution's requirement along with the accreditation um, uh, accreditation council requirement. So um, if we don't meet the, the needs of uh, the accreditation council, we um, could lose our, our ability to be an accredited uh, university. Um, and um, that also, that excuse me, that also would have an effect on our ability to uh, take in patients. So um, we, are, we are like the nucleus of, of the institution and everything that happens within our office um, affects the institution in general. So um, crazy enough, somehow instead of only, you know, meeting the 97 require, you know, goal of, um, accept of, um, excuse me, uh, the 97%, um, goal for us to meet the, the requirement, uh, we were able to get a hundred percent. Um, and I don't know how, I don't know how we were able to pull it off, but other than being consistent and following the operational excellence systems and the lean learning that I was provided for this through this program has helped me guide my team, my pro the team that I had on my project through this process. Um, and uh, we were able to be so successful. And now that I'm no longer at the institution, um, this process continues to thrive because I didn't do this by myself. I was not the only person working on this capstone project. There was a big team. They all learned this st the steps and the process with me. Um, we did everything together so they know exactly how it started and exactly how it ended. And they are able to move forward without me being there. And, and I think that's the one thing that I'm very proud of is that I was able to provide them with the tools and the data and the driving decisions that they needed in order to keep going, even though I was no longer there. So that's, and that's really a great point because one of the things we strive for in MBOE is when you're in session, what you learn in session, you go back immediately and you teach and you do. So you're teaching the team you work with and you're doing so you're moving to the next to the next process you're trying to to make your process better but one of the things that we're really proud of in mboe is with the leadership that we teach how can you really what we want you to be is how can you be that leader that goes in and teaches and encourages people and makes people excited feels like they're owners of a problem and then 
if you were to leave, that team is still excited. That team can still move forward. And that's exactly what happened for you, right? You, you taught them. They were excited. They felt like they had some ownership and they were able to, to continue after you left. Now, when you left, the process was complete. You've already experimented, but they can. But it just because it was complete when you left doesn't mean it, that they can't make changes later because a problem or a project, as we know, is never really complete. You're always, you know, trying different things, trying to make it better. And, and so now your team, what you taught them and from what you learned in MBOE, they can continue that process of continuously making it better. Oh yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. And, and like, and another thing about um, this project, which I really loved working on, um, we, we want to know where our graduates are going. You know, what these in-training physicians, like, what are they doing, where they're going, you know, um, how well has our our program helped them advance in their, you know, clinical research career. Um, and that is data that the dean needed in order to help him understand how he can be a better uh, leader for all of these clinical and non-clinical programs. And so that was a fun um, part of my jobs is, is collecting this data and um, being able to deliver this data and um, in a visual in a visual way and learning how to utilize you know um, Excel to help me um, make data uh, and ex make data visible and um, explain what this data means and I think. Um, that was one thing that uh, the the dean in my in the office uh, appreciated. So I'm very thankful for um, you know our analytics analytical uh, professors who were able to teach me how to do that. And I, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't have that um, uh, the, the, those classes and that opportunity to learn in MBLE. Yeah, I mean you you have to make the data. Yeah, or you have to be able to get the data, know where to get the data, how to look at the data, because, you know, you don't know, you know, where your gap is, you know, where you are now, but where do you want to be? And if, unless you have the data, you can't determine that. So the, that's, you know, we, the, the program has, you know, a lot of analytics and that's just really is teaching you about the, get you ready for the Lean Six Sigma, but really to, like you said, to be able to deliver that information not just to your team, but for in your case, to your dean or to the leadership of a company or organization. So that data is, is critical, you know, to move forward with any project, to make any improvements whatsoever. So Malak. Yeah, I agree. Oh, sorry. Oh, um, no, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> what would be one specific or foundational concept that you learned while you're in the MBOE program? Hmm. Great question. It's hard to just talk about one, you know, because there's so many. Um, but I would have to say if I had to pick one, it would be the leadership aspect of this program, the leadership education. Um, I have learned so much about myself through this program. Um, 
that I never thought that I knew about myself. You know, I, this program has really helped me think um, twice about who I am, has helped me, you know, narrow down on my identity, the type of leader that I hope to be. Um, I think in previous years throughout my professional career, I always learned that leadership needs to be or comes with power, right? So, um, you know, being a powerful leader, um, leading with power. And I always, you know, I'm embarrassed to say, but I think it's important that I am, it's important to be transparent, in my opinion. It's something that I learned through this MBOE program. It's, you have to acknowledge your mistakes and the things that you have that you do wrong or you've done wrong and I think me thinking this is my project and if I leave it comes with me and I don't want anyone else to know how to do it because I worked so hard and no one has you know worked as much as I I did and it's my blood sweat and tears and I've changed I am no longer that person I am now a person who wants to be a leader who serves others. I, I want to be, you know, I want to be, um, I want to collaborate and I want to make that central, a a central thing for me. I want to be a a leader who other people rely on. Um, I I don't want to think about, you know, the I and team. Um, I want to be a great mentor to younger generations you know, people who are like me, who struggled, um, who think that they don't belong. And, and that's what I got from this program is how to be a better leader, um, how to be a servant leader, how to be humble, using humble inquiry, how to um, navigate during, how to navigate through difficult professional challenges, you know, how to create a team, how to build a team. That is that is the one specific um, uh, foundation or foundational concept that I that I say that I learned from MBOE and and it's it's in my heart and I think it I will forever have this in my heart. Well, and one thing I see about you too from the from the and it happens for a lot of people, but really um, for you when you came into the program, from the time you came into the time you you, you graduated, I see so much more confidence in who you are and what you know, you know, and so that you just see that just because I got to know you so well beforehand, you know, just from all of our conversations. So that's one thing I see. And that's from, you know, a lot of that, it probably is from what you learn, but that leadership that we teach is so important, you know, like you said, to be a humble inquirer, to be transparent, you know, to, to, you don't have to have the power you have to treat people with respect and, and, and I see that and you're just so much more confident. Um, so one, one final question, I guess, or maybe two more. So what advice would you give to anyone that's currently exploring taking part um, in the MBOE program? Oh, I never thought that I would be the person to give advice, Lori. <laughs> um. I guess I would say just the fact that you have MBOE and that you've been, um, that you've been made aware of such a thing as MBOE is a great thing. 
and dig deep, you know, because MBOE is not like any other program that you will ever, ever find. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm an MBOE graduate. I am saying that from the bottom of my heart. I'm very honest about things that um, provide me with with the things that MBOE have has provided me with, you know, confidence, um, uh, leadership, um, you know, positive power, uh, all of that stuff. Look into it, you know learn more about MBOE, talk to other people that have been in this, in this program, um, go to the info sessions, talk to AC. He's great. They're all available. If you are wanting to go back to school and not be in school for a long time, because that was also another thing that I loved about this program. It's 13 months. You, you are provided all the tools that you need to succeed. And 13 months is exactly a, the perfect time. You know, I, I couldn't, they, it, they fit everything in there so smoothly and it, and it runs just how it should. Um, don't, um, second guess yourself. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, give MBOE a chance because it's, it will definitely, uh, change your life for the better. Um, and and don't be afraid to to reach out to the program. They're always available. So that's one thing that I love about MBOE. Always available. Even till now, I'm I've graduated and I've reached out several times. And and always very responsive, always available. It's a family. You come into a family and you leave being a part of the family. So you're uh you're all you're on the right track if you're even considering or you've been or if MBOE has has come your way, you're on the right path. Well, thank you. Yeah. So one benefit too. So Malak said, you know, how she's graduated, she's reached out and people have responded, you know, pretty quickly too. Is once you're an MBOE alum, once you've graduated through the program, if there's anything that you want to come back and listen and do again or or you know, for any reason whatsoever, you're always welcome to do that. There might be something that you in leadership that you wanted to hear again, or there might be a new, a new professor presenting or a new concept or whatever a case may be. You're always welcome to come back um, at any point in time. You just need to let us know. And then finally, I guess, Malak, the last question is, how has MBOE um, influenced your personal life? Now we've heard about your, you know, professional life with your new position at Safe Life Autoglass, but what about your personal life? Um, thank you for the question, Lori. Uh, this is crazy because I never thought that a master's program was going to ever influence my personal life. You know, you always think about you go back to school because it's going to be better for your professional career. Um, but crazy enough, MBOE has influenced my personal life. I, it's like, I don't know how to put it in words really, but it's like, I now know that my thought process much better than I've ever known it before. Right. And I can communicate better in my personal life with my friends, with my husband. Um, I find myself creating processes for certain things in the house, like how to do laundry or the right way to put the dishes, you know, in the cabinets. It's, it's crazy because it works. And, 
you know, I've, I've learned to use humble inquiry with my family um, so that I don't sound rude or offensive or insensitive. Um, and it really makes me feel like a better person. Um, is that, is that crazy to say, Lori? I, I don't know. It just makes complete sense. It's funny because anybody you speak to that's been through the program will say the same thing. Well, I five S my kitchen. Yeah. And- <laughs> said, you know, I have a process for how I prepare my meals for the week. So they'll do all their shopping on Sunday and they'll cut everything up and, and bag everything and have it ready. And so when they get home from work, they, they say they can get a meal on the table for them and their whole entire family in 30 minutes because of the process they put in place, you know, during the weekend. So it's, you know, it's just, it makes you right. It makes you think completely differently about everything. Yeah. You always are thinking there's got to be a better way to do this. Well, that's, you know, that's just a waste or whether it's a waste of time, a waste of space, a waste of walking back and forth, you know, it's just, it, you're just always thinking differently. And that does, it definitely does change you for sure. Yeah. And another thing about process improvement is, process improvement is continuous improvement, right? And if you think about continuous improvement, that's also, you know, continuous improvement also relates to you as an individual, because you can't be the same person forever. You know, with every day, you're learning something new, you're doing something different, you know, things happen to you or in your life that changes you, and you've got to adapt. Mm -hmm. So, Having these um, process improvement systems and knowing about how you can utilize these tools to make it um, best suit your personal life, um, it's also a part of process improvement. You know, how can I apply 5S into into this, uh, you know, uh, home improvement project, or how can I um, apply it to training my my dog, uh, or or you know, it's like it's 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 it becomes of your everyday life, you know. Now I even watch TV or the news, and they'll say you know curve, and I'll think analytics, you know. They'll say um, waste, and I'll think you know lean. They'll it's anything, and I'm just I just you know it always connects back to MBOE. It always connects back to um, process improvement. It always connects back to my cohort, and I and I find myself sending them, you know, memes or whatever it is. But the, it, it's just been such a great positive influence for my personal life. Well, that's good. That's really good to hear, and and it's true. It just it just happens. There's no way to avoid, to avoid it. So Malak, thank you so much for, for um, taking your time to talk with me today and, and really just giving your, you know, your perspective on the MBOE program. Um, I hope everybody's enjoyed our alumni conversation. Please make sure to check out our other virtual events on our website. And if you have an interest in learning more about MBOE, please reach out and be happy to discuss the program with you. For more information on the Master of Business Operational Excellence Program, visit fisher.osu.edu backslash MBOE.